Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, everybody. Everybody, we are welcoming you to the new show, He Said, She Said. And in this show, we're going to have Elder Charles Lee and his wife, Reverend Maureen Lee. And also we're going to have uh, Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson and his fiance, Pastor Toy Daly. So uh, say uh, welcome, everybody. Amen. Hey. Amen. Hello, hello. Praise the Lord. Okay. Dallas still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for that commercial break there. <laughs> we still enjoying that Dallas does suck. So um, let's get right into it. So I'm going to pose uh, questions to these couples, and they're going to give us their unique answers to the uh, questions that I asked them. So I'm going to get right on into it. So who's responsible for trash? So we're going to go to the Lees as they give us uh, their answer of who's responsible for trash. The kids. The first person to get to the trash can. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time, uh, our grandson takes off the trash. Okay. So we got a a committee going on with with the trash in the the lead household. Okay, so um, Pastor Toy and Evangelist Todd. Well, seems like I'm being called the clean freak. It's always me. I, I'm always going to put the trash. I make sure the trash go out. I, I'm, I, I, I'm like I said, the first one towards the one first one to take it out. But seems like I'm always going to come on, come on. I'm always, always. <laughs> I don't like dirt, okay. man. I'm, I mean, that is okay. true. However. Like, we're not married yet. We're still in two separate households. So at my house, I'm still responsible for putting out my trash. Now, oh, my so grandchildren are here. Thing, huh? Huh? So you're doing a two-for-one thing, huh? Two-for-one. Yeah, yeah. 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 So my grandchildren here, my yeah. I can get them to do it sometimes. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it. it Who's responsible for the trash if you're coming from the male or female viewpoint as far as taking it out? That's the male. I believe it's the male myself. I'm sorry. I believe that's that's how I was brought up. The trash is heavy. (laughs) I'm not saying that we as women can't take it out, but it's heavy. I was too. I so was too grown up. Heavy? <laughs> women do. Who, 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 who makes so, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I'm. I'm neutral I'm in this part. So. Remember, growing up, yelling at my sisters, "Can you please stop making that trash bag so heavy? You ain't got to take it out, Sal. You got to take it, Sal. I do make the trash heavy. Yes. Yes. Keep it honest. They do. We got to take it out. We got to take it out. Yeah, I think that's conspiracy talk. You know, it's so heavy, you, you can't take it out. So I can't you know, take it out. Yeah, you know. It's not that it's a conspiracy. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not that it's a conspiracy. In all honesty, we are trying to save money, so we want to get the most for our dollar. So we're going to get as much in that bag as we can get in that bag because trash bags aren't cheap. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No. So, so okay. So like, we're gonna. I understand that. I understand that. But you you want to get the most out of your your future spouse husband. You don't want to do heavy weight. Yeah. Come here, baby. I can't walk right now. Wow, my back hurt. That trash bag was just so heavy. The trash man won't even pick up a trash bag. Was heavy. He'll leave it there. He'll leave it right there. They think I'm crazy. But yeah, it's. It is. It's, it's as we grow up. It's the man's responsibility to take that trash out. You know. Yeah, that's how, that's how I grew up. But it depends on whoever household it is. 
Because there ain't no men in the household. Trash can't sit in the house. <laughs> Don't come knocking on my door. <laughs> I okay, so, so uh, expanding on uh, our first <laughs> our first uh, topic that we covered, who's responsible for trash? So I'm going to ask both women, now that you, you know, said that, you know, you make the trash bags heavy. Okay, so let's talk about another bag, which is a handbag. Now, how much do you stuff in your handbag? Ooh. I used to stuff it. Oh, my God. Now, I don't even carry a pocketbook. Now, you carry a suitcase? Now, I Okay, so can you get my bag for me? How much yeah, do you carry in your handbag? How heavy is my handbag? Or what do I yeah. carry in my handbag? Bobby. Plus the wow. body. My handbag, truthfully, my handbag is heavy enough that if I hit somebody with it, I can not I'm unconscious. You're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be like... Watching bread and water. It's no, but it really, you have to understand. I, I need all that. What I do, I need everything that's in that bag. <laughs> you hear my, now you hear what I go? Guess what, sis? If you was on that show, the price is right, you will win. Cause well, no, listen, listen. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> okay. On a daily basis, like if I'm going to work, if I'm going up to the field for football or things like that, I'm the team medic for football, so I got a, a first aid kit. Um, I got Band-Aids, stuff like that in my bag. Um, going to work, I have my tablet. I have my small laptop um, because I need the tablet for ministry stuff. And on my downtime, I try to handle ministry stuff. I need the small laptops for work to do my notes and stuff like that. But all of that is in my bag. But I also need some of my little fidget toys and stuff for my clients. <laughs> so that's in my bag. Oh, my, my back hurts. So now, but, but now, if I was just going out to go out, like if Evangelist Todd and I were going to the store or something like that, I'm not really carrying a bag. Because... Nah. No. I'm just going to pass him some stuff and be like, hold this for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pose this question to the gentleman. Now, in that handbag that your wife or your fiancé is carrying, can you name three items that you know are in there? <clears throat> So we will go to Elder now, Charles. Uh, probably, probably some, probably some lip gloss, her keys, and um, probably some candy I gave her. The whole for me. Okay. So <laughs> um, Reverend Lee is is he correct? Yep. Okay. So now we're going to go to Evangelist Todd. No, she got her keys in there. Her fidgets from her for her kids for school. Her computer. <laughs> her computer, her glasses, well, she can find them, her glasses, pens. <laughs> wow, okay, we can stop right there, man, this time. <laughs> we can I stop right there. Carry that joint, dog. <laughs> I carry that joint. I know okay. it's <laughs> Okay, so now it seems that, um, that by me being a moderator, it seems like uh, maybe I might be an uh, unfair bias, you know, to the guys. So uh, let me give you uh, couples a question that's going to be seen in favor for the women. So now, in any particular household, who's responsible for the dishes? Okay, we're going to start off with the leaves. Charles does most of the dishes. Was I supposed to respond on that or just her answer? Uh, you can you can respond. Okay, no, yeah, because 
you know, be, being being ex-military, I'm just so picky about certain things, and they can't do stuff the way I want. <laughs> okay. Time, if you ain't wash them right, they're greasy. You know, oh, yeah. and I don't like to go pick a greasy dish up. So, I, you know, if you want to, what's the old saying? If you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. All right. You heard, you heard that. Okay, so we're going to go over into Pastor Toy and Evangelist Todd. So who is responsible for the dishes? If, if he's visiting me, I am. If I'm visiting him, he is. But, yeah, that would be him. Yeah, that, would, gotta, that would be him. You got to understand one thing, though, like, I'm kitchen. Everything be about is more made about coming from the kitchen. I don't go into a dirty kitchen to cook, and I'm not going to leave nobody a, a dirty kitchen to come behind me. You know what I'm hey. saying? And it, it is that being responsible for yourself. And me personally, like, like she said, if I'm here and we're cooking, I, I come behind her. Cooking, I, I wash. You know what I mean? And my crib's the same thing. But as a, as a, as a retired chef, I'm not, I can't leave a kitchen like that. You know what I mean? All right. Growing up. All right. Growing up, you know what I mean, as a man go up, up in, in the house with uh, girls and your mom and dad, it was, that right there wasn't always somebody responding. It was pinch tape. This year we do dishes, this year we for that. But trash was always yours. <laughs> uh, okay. Amen. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so we're debuting this new show tonight, which is He Said, She Said. And this is our, our couples. And our couples uh, tonight are Elder Charles Lee and Reverend Maureen Lee. And we also have Pastor Toy and Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson. And if you want to call in and ask them a question, you can. And our phone number to call in is 319-527-6091. You can press the number one, and we'll see if you can get in, and you can uh, ask our couples a question. So now the next question I'm going to ask is going to be a lot harder than our two first questions, which was trash and dishes, and it was very interesting of uh, – what was answered. So uh, now, who is in charge of finances? And we're going to start off with Pastor Toy and Evangelist Todd. Well, like I said, we, right now we're two separate houses. Not that we didn't get married yet, so we never really brought that part of our finances together. I responsibly at mine, got responsible her, but we do pinch it, help each other out. I mean, it's not like uh, you got your own and you need nothing. If I'm, if you need help with this, boom, here you go. It ain't, it ain't, you ain't got to ask. You know, you need to be done. It needs to be done. You know what I mean? Because no matter what, I mean, we got two houses, but it's still our houses. You know what I'm saying? So no matter mm-hmm. what, we just, we just come, we just come together on that. You know, it's never been a problem, thank God, for us. So we've been together to help each other out. You know, especially when we come out of finance. You know what I mean? That's okay. Yeah, that's a be- that's a blessing right there. No problem at all with that. So so when we do get married and get the house, boom, everything just you know, honestly, pay the same old way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the thing about it is, like my mom always taught me, before you marry a woman, she actually pay her bills, and she said she um, she actually pay. Make sure she paying them bills is what she meaning. You know what I mean? Because back in the eighties. Some of the women back in them days, they, they took their money and wasn't paying rent. They'd go out buying clothes, just like the men do. wasn't focused on the right and right things. So my mom was teaching me how to fight for a woman, grooming me for the right woman. And when it come out of her bills, she take care of her bills. You know what I mean? And a, a, a bunch of others too. You know what I mean? So as me being retired, I get to sit back on more money than she would. So I had. You know what I mean? Why don't they, I'm supposed to be your want to be your husband? I'm supposed to help you with that. It's not supposed to be a problem. You know, so with us, I guess I praise God. It's not even an issue with us. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, All right, so Charles, let's go to the leads. When Charles wasn't working, I made sure everything was paid. But now that he retired, he does work? everything. Like you was working, now you're not working. You retired. No, no, but no. Tell, tell them, tell them how it's done and how how it should be done. Now, as far as the large bills. I take care of those mortgage, TV, uh, T-Mobile, stuff like that. But the thing I love about my wife, even after she retired, she still takes the little bills that add up to a lot. You know, some people say, well, you know, uh, women don't need to be taking the big bills from me. Yeah, because, I, I mean, you know, I take care of the large bills, and she helps me out with the groceries and, you know, stuff. She takes stuff off me to where it's a balance. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I, I wouldn't expect her to pay the mortgage. I wouldn't expect her to pay the large bills because her her finances can't handle that. But what she does, she does it well, and she'll take the small bills that I be thinking about, and I say, is that paid? She say, yeah. Is that paid? Yeah, yeah. Is that paid? She already paid it, and she always prints out her receipts and give it to me. All right. Amen. I mean, that sounds like that's, uh, Amen, that's, that's thought out. Now, I I like uh, how you know everything is. There is no confusion as far as if something's paid or not, and that that's that's pretty awesome. And uh, I'm I'm glad you guys have worked that part out because there is another part of relationships where, um, and it seems like it's the minor things that usually becomes a bigger problem. So in the household, and we're going to go first to. Um, evangelist Todd and Pastor Toy. So in, in the household, uh, whenever both of y'all are occupying one's house or another, who's in charge of the remote? You <laughs> 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 that way. We didn't get an official answer, but I think I know who's in charge of the remote. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, nah. It, it ain't. It ain't. <laughs> All right, got you come on. I said, come on. Admit why is my win? I'm <laughs> yeah. Got it. Come on. That's why you stuttering, Moses. Come on. All right. <laughs> but I, I know it was something like, it ain't, it ain't, I'm like, I'm trying to control it. I'm retired. So I got more time on my hand. I got more time to study. I got more time to watch. I got more, I got more time. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I'm talking to her on the phone when she got off her work. We talk fucking like, I'm in, I'm in Coastville and from Monday to Thursday. And we talked on the phone. She passed out on me. I going to make prayers and she go to bed. So I'm up watching TV at 11 o'clock on. You know what I mean? I can watch TV at 5 a.m. go to sleep, get up, call her in the morning, and do the same process. When I come down on Friday, now because she ain't on the phone with me, I'm sitting right here. She passed right out. So I'm watching. So I've kind of got the remote control in my hand. So when she up, I'm just sitting in my same mode, just... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, you want here? You want to watch something? So she can't sell on action. She want to watch her. But then it gets her all the time. Here, you watch. Here, you pick a movie. You always pick the best movie. Okay. <laughs> is that, is that, did that cover it up? <laughs> I mean, I know the milk's supposed to get it all up. <laughs> I got I to rinse my mop out. <laughs> all righty then. All righty. Okay. All righty. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to go over to the leaves. Most of the time it's me. I like uh, basically a lot of the African farm movies. And if I put one on, he like he'll sit and watch it. But but give give, give, him, the, give, give him the basis of it. Being being once you get married and be married for a while, you have to start figuring these things out because they don't have no manual or book about it. Okay. <laughs> so on her side of the bed she got remotes, and on my side of the bed I got remotes. Mm-hmm. So my wife uh, if she don't. Something she'll let you know by going to sleep. I reach out, get my remotes, and turn it off and change the channel. Watch a basketball game, a football game, because, and le- I mean, she loves to watch sports, don't get me wrong. But the thing is, is we're not going to have an argument over it because I've watched so many love movies with her. What was it, L&M? And, mm-hmm. You know, you know, come on, come on. She started watching that crazy stuff. Everybody won't kill everybody. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the guy goes out hey, and he, he that's that lifetime. Yeah, lifetime. Okay. I said, now, 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 see, that's where we flipped. Because for us, <laughs> you're talking about them. <laughs> I said that. about them. We flipped because. He answered the question about I'm always home. asking about why he want to watch the crazy movies. <laughs> Every <laughs> time I turn around, somebody getting killed, or they investigating somebody that they got killed, or they plotting to kill somebody, or they talking about somebody that got killed. 
I, all your life. Come on. But then they be laughing at me because they, are you going to put on the Waltons or Little House? Yeah, because ain't nobody going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest problem they going to worry about is this pie going to get the crops in. Is, is the drought going to kill off the harvest? Like, <laughs> I know that's right. You, you want them safe movies. Ain't, not, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, it, it's just every time I open my eyes, it's just somebody that came to babysitter. You know, the, the guy, the father is messing around with the babysitter. All of a sudden, she wants to kill everybody in the family. You know, and, and then like he don't know what's going on. You know, you know what he did. So I'm like, why do you keep watching? Like, when I don't watch the crazy movie, he'll say, babe, you ain't, there's nothing good on? I said, it's an African movie on. Because I like the guy named Blossom, Sikanoi, something, he got a long yeah. name. Yeah, uh, Sequoia or something. He reminds me of my, my grandson, baby, Michael. Yeah, and they be like, good. He got, he got an underbite like Mike on his yeah. jaw, and he was just like Mike. So every time he came on, I said, oh, you watching Mike? <laughs> but um, but like I said, like I said, like I said, in defense though, you know, I'm trying to watch something that's gonna catch my, you know, my exciting. You know what I mean? Love stories, yeah, right. I, you know. Mm-hmm. But the real yeah, movies I, are I like the IT well, man, just but a, they just to remind you, uh, Todd, um, tonight there's no defense for anything. So I just wanted to give you a fair warning. <laughs> but, yeah, it's fine. I can... but also to let you know, in reality, it's only for tonight. And um, likewise for you, Charles. It's <laughs> 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 ain't by myself. <laughs> Look, hey, All right, so... so... We're gonna be in Video. This is audio. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so um, the next question I'm going to ask you. Okay, so if you know uh, at any time that you're going for an outing, uh, who's the driver? Charles. Okay, so we're going to go. We're going to go to the leads first on this one. Charles is the driver. He think I drive crazy, so I don't drive with him in the car. Hey, uh, okay. Rob, that's a cap up. You drive crazy, so I don't want you to drive. See? I understand. It's, it's important to get to A and B safely. Yeah, get to, it's important to get to A and B so you won't get to the H. Ah, ah yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. okay. She recently stopped doing that a lot because... With these headaches and stuff, she gets sometimes. It's like a vertigo. So I, you know, I don't mind driving because I, you know, I, I don't want her to hurt herself or hurt me. So you know, okay. I just, I, I just drive. I mean, it's, it's something that I have to do. But once after she gets this operation, you know, she should be a hundred percent better, or she'll be getting better, and she probably want to get back behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most definitely. Okay. So uh, we're gonna go over there to. Uh, Evangelist Todd and pass the toy. Well, I, truthfully, I do. She do a lot of driving during the week, so we going out to an outing. I do the driving, but she don't like driving at night. I like driving at night. So I, I like when we doing the outing. I do all the driving. Okay. Because ten time I okay. ten time I turn outing is going on to a football game over in Jersey or somewhere like that. She got to cross over a bridge. She ain't cool with bridges. I don't got a problem with them. And you come uh, back at night, did, so you know. One year yeah, she went over. Pouring down rain, we couldn't see in front of us. Oh, I remember that. And it was moving, too. Well, Pastor Toy, you was whipping? Yes, she was. Oh, we, we was moving and praying. Huh. Keep it real. We had prayer in that car that day. We had church. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we should. I don't like this kind of weather. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Remember when we left Ohio? She did that thing. Ohio had a tornado over there behind us, and we riding. We went to Ohio. (laughs) We We left Missouri, and we went to Ohio because we had Janine with us. Janine laid her head down, and she said, Maureen was like, oh, we might as well pull over underneath this bridge. I said, we're not pulling underneath no bridge. I'm looking behind me, and cars flipping. Okay. 
That's how the wind was flipping wow. over. So I put the pedal to the metal. We got out of there. That's right. Thank God. Yeah, but you right. The, the destination was Missouri. Cause Good it was leaving. Let's leave them alone. But we had to go through Ohio, and that's where we ran into that winds and everything. I was like, people stopping underneath this bridge. I said, Are y'all stay there. I said, I'm getting home. Because we, we had to go from Missouri to Washington, D.C., because we, we had a, a engagement up there in D.C. with the church. We were singing. And mm. they said, well, they said, y'all ain't going to make it. They looked up. We were there 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we coming through Ohio to come back this way. We're going up to Ohio. We run into first what was rain turned into snow. Was sleet turned into snow turned back in the uh, slings back in the rain. I had like seventy, one hundred and seventy to pass these trucks. Every truck was on the highway was just dumping buckets of waters on me. But coming back at night, mm-hmm. we coming down the highway. All of a sudden, I look up and I see the shadow figure. I'm like, okay, something's out there. Before I could say something to her. We, we first we had our gospel playing, always praying. You always got to be in prayer with it. So we coming down there, and the song that was playing was "No Weapon Formed Against Me" surprised by um, um, Fred Hammond. So soon we turn mm-hmm. the corner, this deer jumps out of nowhere, out of nowhere. I tap, I hear say, tap the brick, the brick, and turn to the left. I tap the brick and turn to the left. When I look back up, I tell you, the deer's head got turned. Like a hand grabbed it and pulled it back. There was no other cars around us or anything. It pulled the deer back, and the deer turned. Well, didn't get turned around. It got like flipped back around, dashed back into the woods. I heard the Lord say, "Turn the wheel back." Hit the brake, came off the brake. I was just pumping the brakes, and I didn't even get some spin. Pump on the brakes, and it kept going. And then I looked behind me, all these cars coming. That's that protection right there. That hand held everything back. And like I can say, something about coming to Ohio. <laughs> it, it, it We've been back. No, we haven't. Oh, yeah. it, it is something about Ohio. Yeah. Driving up there, we had to go. We were going up there for a funeral, and mm-hmm. and driving up there, it rained. That rain was so heavy and so hard. Now, if anybody ever drove up to Ohio, you know you go through a couple of mountains. Right. It yeah. rained so hard and heavy, I missed the whole mountain. Huh. <laughs> coming back wow. when it wasn't raining. <laughs> coming back when it wasn't raining. I was like, Todd, we only went through two mountains going up there. Where did this third mountain come from? Uh, it, mm. it rained. It rained. It was like 2, 3 in the morning, and it was dark out there. And it rained so hard. Them lights that mm-hmm. that would light up buildings. You couldn't even see the lights on those buildings it was so dark. Coming back, and we were like, are we on the right road? It said keep going right. straight. Yeah, but that wasn't there last night. That's because it was covered. <laughs> That's Ohio, though. Yes, it is. That's crazy um, weather here. <clears throat> okay, so my next question is going to be, it's an easy question, and then again, it's not easy. So now we all know that, uh, we all need rest. So, yes. does your partner claim a certain side of the bed? <laughs> so, basically, the question is, whose side are you on? <laughs> Now for us, you want whatever side you want to get on. Mm-hmm. I just see wherever I want to. One day I okay, what side is hey, what side is that? The right. Okay. Yeah, I gotta be on the right. All right, pass the sword. What side do you claim? I'm sort of like Maureen, wherever I fall asleep at on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got pushed over, yeah. But mostly it's the left side. <laughs> I, I like the I like the side that's closer to the door. Been, In case anything anybody try to come through the door, I'm the first one I can get right on out and go and defend. So I like the closer to the door. So if it's the left side closer to the door, that's my side. The right side closer to the door, that'll be my side. Okay. All right. So uh, 
with the, you know, you know, who's sleeping on this side or that side, that's covered right now. All right, so the next question is, is that, uh, you know, we all do get up in the middle of the night. And when we get up in the middle of the night, and this is sort of a possession question, so if your slippers are not available and you see the others available, would you put them on? And we're no. gonna okay. We're gonna okay. All right. So we'll start with the least. So you wouldn't? No, I would walk barefoot. <laughs> I don't really like okay. shoes that like that. Okay. So we're gonna ask Pastor Toy. I'm so I'm the same way. I'll walk barefoot. Okay. I'll walk so barefoot let's... even if my slippers are at the ready. Yeah, yeah, I prefer yeah. to be barefoot. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's a country in you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. Since I turn up the bed, my step is right there. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Right. Uh, what was that, Charles? I said mine is usually because you know when I get in the bed, I take them off. I spin around, get on the bed, and I take them off. So when I spin around and get out the bed, I can put them on. Right but there. It's just not. It's not every time. You know, like she said, sometimes I just leave them there. You know. You know, we got grandkids here. Sometimes they just get missing. <laughs> <laughs> I put them there. Like it is. Sometimes I don't even know where my slippers at. But that's my plan. I get out of them. I put them so when I get out the bed, I slip right in them. But I look. I look for Sarali, and she walk around the, the house, and you hear flip flopping. <laughs> I, I ain't mad at Yeah. You know what it yet though. That's right. I ain't mad at him. But it's not that important to me, you know. The thing important to me is just, you know, for everybody to have a good night's sleep and you know, people say who could she she says she like to be close to the bathroom. My bed is like the bathroom door is like in the middle of our bed. So if mm-hmm. she need to go, I need to go. You know, we ain't gonna crisscross in the night and be, be like a traffic jam. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> All right, so now, um, during the course of, of the day, we tend to forget things. Mm-hmm. So what is the – and this is going to be the guy's question. All right, and then, ladies, I'll get back to you. So if your spouse is missing something, what is that item? The the um the, the survey said keys. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna ask Evangelist Todd. And she missed her phone. Running cell phone. <laughs> One of the cell, can't find her cell phone. No, that's I heard it ringing. I heard it ringing. I, I didn't know where I put it. <laughs> Got called four or five times <laughs> trying to find her cell phone. I know when I called three times. I know she home and she ain't picked up the phone. Either she on the phone or she can't find her phone. So I called a couple four more times and she said, oh, I couldn't find my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so ladies, we're going to ask you the same thing. Okay, we're going to start keys. with uh, his keys. Mm-hmm. He said, baby, wow. did you see my keys? I don't touch his keys. Baby, it's in the- No, it wasn't in there. He left it on top of the mantelpiece. I don't think it's not. <laughs> okay. All right, and so uh, we're going to ask Pastor Tori. He don't usually forget stuff. Um, <laughs> if he's looking for something, what have I ever seen him looking for crazy that was sort of right in front of him? I would have to say his phone. Okay. Cause he don't, cause like he don't use his phone a lot. You like, <laughs> so I would have to say his phone. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's right. my phone. I know my hair go. Yeah, it was. Okay, so phone. we're gonna well, move on, and we're gonna move over to the kitchen. Because I got to answer, he he give people his email, but he never answered them, so I got to follow up on everybody. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to the kitchen. Uh-oh. And Yes. And in the kitchen, who is in charge of the kitchen and who does the cooking? Oh. Well, lately it used to be me, but now it's been Charles. Why has it been Because I'm not, I can't stand up too long without getting lightheaded. <laughs> so I, I try to help. But but usually if you're in the kitchen, she's usually a, a lunch and a dinner person, and I, I handle the breakfast. Okay. All right. That's the toy. Band is tied. Me. Who do what? Okay. Me. Especially, no, 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 no. When she ain't coach for, I do the cooking and coach for. Cause I know because, like I said, I'm retired. She working, and she up there. She come and relax. So I do the cooking up in, in, in up the coast for. But when we got down here in Philly, she do a lot more ordering than cooking down here. But when the cooking's being done down here, she'll cook it. She'll cook down here, you know what I mean? Or try to squeeze with me and trying to cook, but she'll cook down here. But the person who 90% of the cooking is me. <laughs> no. Yes, you know, yes. No. Yes, yes, yes. Come on. You love my cooking. You know where you go. Say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying more. I do, lo- I do love your cooking. That's not what I'm I saying. I love what you're saying. <laughs> but, but you're coach, though. Come on, minute. Who cooks the most? If so we're, I'm in, we're coastal, if I'm in Coatesville, right, 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 right. You do cook. Thank you very much. I'm in Coatesville. Right. However, end up cooking the most. I'm the one. <laughs> even if I come, if I come in the door, it's like, babe, what we having for dinner? That's not me asking the question. I'm the one that's more on what everybody's going to eat and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> I said last week, a month ago. Nah, 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 nah. They ain't talking about that. They ain't talking about that right now. What you just eat? Who cooks it? Oh, okay. Oh, you did? You got a box for the other So, (laughs) anyway, anywho, as I said. Oh, wow. You going to say that? Okay. I love to cook. Y'all know I love to cook. That's. Yeah, I love to make people's stomachs full. You know I love to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in all honesty, like right now, I'm getting work done in my kitchen. But I do enjoy cooking and will cook on the weekends more than anything if I'm home. Um, but, yeah, like he cook all the time. I do. <laughs> I'm not in cultural enough for you to say you cook all the time. <laughs> all righty then. All right, now that we got that settled, um, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, now that we got that settled, so let's let's go into the nitpicking. <clears throat> now, oh, Lord. we all yet. know, we all know, there's something that we can say about our significant other that I can't stand them when they do. So we're going to start off with Reverend Lee. Uh, they're and... they're heavy home. Um... <laughs> <laughs> really? When he folds his dirty clothes. <laughs> wait, 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 say again. Say as the commercial with the man putting his address and phone number on the trash can. Evangelist Todd. 
Dirty clothes. When she said dirty clothes, she ain't talking about nothing somebody just took off when they come from a mudslide. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'll you know, okay. That's just even when I take off you know, my my uh-huh. at night or whatever, I fold them. Uh-huh. And she said, sure. Well, why you guys? I said, because I reach for them and they're there. You know, some people just throw them on the floor. Some people just, you know, and, and then when they get to the point to where she say, where's your dirty clothes? I said, all down there at the bottom of the bed. Fold them. <laughs> you get them so I said, don't you see the laundry basket right here? You fold them all neatly. So I don't be thinking you know what? That's that military. And I was getting ready to say, in fairness, that's the that's the military (laughs) enough. Because I know another person that folds stuff that you be looking like. You really gonna sit there and fold that? She when he wanna talk about me though, she talked about him. I'm just saying, I see the similarities. You're talking so. about him, though. No, but I see the that's similarities. Why I at, that's why I laughed the way I did. It's that military <laughs> thing in y'all. That's why I laughed the way I did. Like. What's the safe word? Pineapple. Pineapple. I mean, for me... <laughs> you said for me, Brother Rod, is when yeah. he says... I forgot. Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, babe, I'm gonna do this so. I'm gonna do this so. So you got that? All right, cool. I will go past. But you do. Oh, I forgot. Coming nicely. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Am I have to say it one more time? To say it one more time. Let me call. Let she forgot. I come here, call me back. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so much because she's so busy, especially me. That's why I'm bothered during the day, like at twelve between twelve and three is my little opportunity time to give her a call on her lunch break at work. You know what I'm saying? Just to say hi to her, to hear her voice, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I know at that at that time period, if, if she can answer or she can't answer, sometimes she'll answer. And I hear the back. I'm little kid in the back. I'm like you can you you got that because right now their parents be calling the cops for me for murder because them little kids right now they did. <laughs> she like I got them then so when I call everybody asking did you do something she's like I forgot that don't bother me because right now you're busy you know what I mean so I them other things she's not doing nothing sitting there like, playing on the phone and actually do something she's like I look up she's like, did you do that oh I forgot you forgot again huh <laughs> your turn I did you forget okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, let me yeah. let, let, let me tell you what gets me irks me about about Reverend Lee. And okay. It's, I mean, it's something that when you be married so long, you you get used to it, and it, it used to bother me, but it don't bother me anymore because the military. I mean, when she said we gotta be somewhere at seven o'clock, and we gotta be there <laughs> seven on the getting ready. But I'm getting oh, ready, my wife. Man. And she'll say, I say, I say, Maureen, we get we only got like. Well, it's, it's not that far. The drive's not that far. And then you run into traffic down here, and she say, oh, we're going to be late. I said, oh, wait, it's going to be one way or the other. <laughs> okay, I try to get Yo. you early, so we'll get out of here. But the thing is, is, is I got to let her do what she got to do because she got to go in the bathroom. My wife, I mean, she got to get beautiful and everything for me because she ain't going out with looking at me any kind of way. That's just the way she is. But the thing is, is I try to get you up early, and she'll just lay there. And so I just didn't look at her. But when she gets ready, ready, she'll get ready. <laughs> but you know, I try. <laughs> See, my whole point, my my whole point about that is that's the same fight that I have. You got somewhere to be. You got to add in traffic time. You got to add right. that stuff in there every time I try. She like I'm. A, I like telling you time. She get me up on time. Yeah, she's talking about him, but he said something reminded me of something I got to speak upon. Forgive me for I almost I almost forgot. You know what I mean? But I'm saying though. Like, I'm like, come on, we got to get, like, we was talking about last night, she wanted to get up today to go do something. So we went to bed with, this morning, I'm like, are you ready? She said, oh, here you go. Hey, what you mean, here I go? I know you. What you mean, you know me? You want to start getting myself ready to start doing it? Like, yeah, because I want to get back here later on and just chill and I got nothing else to do. Uh, don't ask me to tell you to get you up in the morning to go do something because, you know, I'm a type of person. I'm on a time period where it's time to get time to get up and go and sit back and relax. You should pick up the day to go for tomorrow. You know what I mean? It ain't my fault. You know what I mean? I got prepared. The time period of my life, I prepared. Tomorrow, I got something to do for the day. Prepare myself for tomorrow. That when tomorrow comes, you are ready to go. Do you hear me? Who up? You know what I mean? Come on, man. You know what I mean? But you get mad at me. I'm trying to get you somewhere on time. 
I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> That's my thing. You asking me because I got that military set time okay. in my head to go some. No, I don't okay. care. It's coming back to me now. <laughs> we give you that. On my behalf, I don't go to bed till 5 o'clock in the morning. Thank you. I, but still, you know the morning. That's, see, that's it. But see, I can dig all that life. Thank the, you. Thank you. They forget no, that. No, I'm not, I'm not forgetting that part. My thing about it is, I know you got all that going on. Just remember that you ask for tomorrow something to be done. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Well, I, 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 in the middle of the middle of Yeah. Well, we got, we, we got one more person to answer that question. So, um, Let's see. Uh, what do you have to say on on this subject, Pastor Tori? Well, first of all, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I'm I'm sort of like Maureen. I am a hard wake up, but I'm a hard wake up because I don't sleep at night. I, I don't go to sleep until. Remember out. before you finish before you finish your answer that on uh, this subject, I mean on this show, you know there is no defense. So I just want to let oh, you know. Oh no, I'm not defending. I'm not defending. I'm no just getting defense. ready to make a point. I'm saying. Make your point. So if you don't go to sleep till the wee hours, it does make it rough to wake up. However. Mm-hmm. The part that I think would get on my nerves or agitates me the most be the same thing that I always ask him to do, and that's wake me up. <laughs> and the okay. reason I ask him to call and wake me up is because I know he's going to get on my nerves, and that's what's going to make me get up. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. That's what's going to make me get up. I'm not a morning person. I do not, like, like all my life, I worked midnight shifts. So it's like, okay, you're going to agitate me because you're that person that wants to be there an hour before you're supposed to because, you know, the military taught you that being early was on time and being on time was late. And And late was unacceptable. So, you know, I wasn't military, so I'm going to get that person that's going to agitate me. It's like having that um, button on the alarm clock. I have an automatic. <laughs> alarm clock. Wow. Big Ben. <laughs> it's like so, but that is what frustrates me. But that's also what makes me get up and move and do what I have to do. So that's your motivation. Okay. Exactly. The frustration is my motivation. Yeah, that's right. It's okay. my motivation. <laughs> you know you're doing a good job. Oh wow! <laughs> Already, everybody's doing a great job tonight. And I just um, want to just remind everybody, this is around the time where we uh, give the call to salvation. So does anyone want to uh, get the call to salvation? And I'll do the announcements right after. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We want to come to anybody right now, if you feel upon your heart and your spirit, that you know the things that's going on uh, out of your hands in your life, and you want to call on Jesus Christ as your personal Savior to come in to straighten things out for you, I want you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you in my heart as my Savior. I need for you to come into my I accept you coming into my life and straighten my life out. If you have said this, we believe you have accepted Jesus Christ. You said you are now saved. We strongly suggest you find a Bible-based study in church and study what God's showing you so he can enlighten you and open up that will open doors to the path that God has set for you. My brother Rob. All right. Amen. Amen. All right, this is the Project Purpose Kim Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us on phone or via Internet, we are happy and we are uh, grateful for your support and your listenership of us here at Purpose Kim Network. And we thank those that actually uh, share with their friends and family members that, you know, letting them know that Purpose Kim Network is on the air. 
when we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. You can press the number one, and you can speak to our host whenever we get a chance to get you in. And uh, we also um, do invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook, where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make major announcements of uh, things that's going on here at Purpose Kingdom Network, as well as our other social media pages. And uh, some of them that we have is Instagram and Twitter, which is on uh, under Purpose underscore Kingdom. And there, you, likewise, you're going to see uh, what's going on here at Purpose Kingdom Network. Also, we do have a new uh, radio network, which is PKN.com. Uh, check it out. It has 24 hours of music of inspiration. And uh, feel free to share that with your friends and family members. All right. And uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a praise report. We uh, want to hear from you, so just uh, drop us an email and let us know. And also, if you do not have a Bible, uh, just leave your contact information there, and we'll see if we can send you a Bible. Okay, and with uh, one more uh, part of the announcement, tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, we're going to have Iron Sharpens Iron with Sister Mary Scott. Once again, with God's will, God's blessing, he'll be joining us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour with Iron Sharpens Iron, and that is going to be hosted by Sister Mary Scott. Um, to, uh, and just uh, join in tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Okay, with that being said, it's going to be the end of the announcements, and we're going to do our wrap-up. <clears throat> and uh, I just um, want to ask, you know, and thanks for, for, for coming on tonight. And, uh, you know, we all had fun uh with everything that's being discussed and you know one of the things is that uh it's not easy being in a marriage or a relationship and you know it takes time and it takes you know hard work all right and you know just saying that i just want to um ask you guys you know one final question uh what is the most uh what is the most thing that you love about your significant other and so we're going to um, start with Elder Charles. Well, it's not it's not just one thing, and I'm not just saying this because we're on the air. Or this is my wife. She has a mirage of stuff that I love about her, and one thing is we are able to communicate with each other. You know, we, we learned through the years as we got older and, you know, stress this marriage thing out there, me, myself, as a man, you got to look at it and say, I like peace in my house. So if, if I can avoid an argument or a disagreement, and I don't say we don't have them, but to have them escalate real high is not too good because we got kids that are watching us, grandkids. So whatever you do is what they're going to do. And, you know, we got to the point, and it takes people to get years, you know, nobody does this overnight, to be able to say you're sorry in a situation that you should be sorry in. Or it's my fault. You know, I did that. So, you know, it's it's a whole whole line of things that, you know, that, that I love about her because she puts up with me from the beginning. It ain't, it ain't that easy putting up with me. It's not. It's not easy at all because I'm such a particular person. But over the years, she learned me. She know how I am about military, this, that, and all the stuff we talked about that night. It's all rolled up in one. But, see, when you're able to sit there and bend without breaking in a marriage, that's when you start being more tolerable of the person that you call yourself loving. Because I heard on the radio a couple of days ago and at my church how people get into arguments and situations and everybody's just ready to run for the hills. That's when you need to mm. buckle down, pay more, and thank God for the person you got because a lot of times you think the grass is green on the other side, then you go over there and find out it's mud. Oh, swamp land. Mm. home. <laughs> All right, so um, <clears throat> we're gonna go to Reverend Lee. I love his sense of it. He so he can be sensitive. He he puts my needs before his own. He's always thoughtful. He's a man of God. He stands behind everything he says. His word is everything to him, and he's just my best friend, my lover, and my husband. 
And I, I'm, Amen. I'm signing Amen. that check now, Rob. I'm signing that check for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go to Vance's Todd. Well, I, uh, well, like you said, you know, for me, you look at a man looks into a woman and a politic into the woman, especially when he wants to marry. So for me, it's a lot there too. Like for one, I love the fact that she's not out here on the streets and trying to play with God. She's doing, she buckles down and is obedient to God. That means a lot to me. You know what I mean? And like number two, like you said, like you said, you know, she deal with me. And mm-hmm. there's a time I want to take a vacation from myself, but every time I turn around, there I am. You know, so I, I know I, have, I deal with uh, uh, the demon called Rage, and he has a lot that comes out through the door with him. And I'm learning how God is teaching me now how to deal and contain that demon and, and other demons that come with it. So I know I, at times I snap off. Sometimes, you know, I'm not the easy person to be around. You know what I mean? Things I went through in life always be playing in my mind. And, you know, so I'm, I'm always, sometimes I'm biting, barking. I'm learning how to control that. But the thing that I love the most about her is the way that she, she studies, the way that she plays, the way that she holds herself, the way, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a woman, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A real woman, you know what I mean? That's worthy of a, a warrior standing by her side, giving his, giving his wife up to make sure she can still go forth in life, giving her what she needs. Right. And the most important thing is she makes me, makes me more want to praise God even more because, like, Knowing who and what I am and what God came on me coming from, and He blessed me with this woman. Like wow! So it shows a lot. Of, I see a lot of Christ in her. And that's what I love the most. I see Christ in her. Amen. Amen. All right. Next up. Dun, 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 dun. Well, I want to say he stole my answer. Because. <laughs> <laughs> He he sort of said and went where I was going to go, but I tell him that all the time anyway. I love his prayer life and his relationship with God. That's what I love the most about him. Um, I, I just love that part. Like even in general conversation, when he's talking, he always talks like third per- person. It's him, Jesus doing whatever like you know jesus and i getting ready to go to the store jesus and i I love that part about him i love his prayer life i love the fact that even if we're arguing with one another without fail every morning he calls for us to have prayer every evening before we go to sleep he calls for us to have prayer even when i get up like he'll call we'll have prayer i'm up before I walk out the door to go to work, he's calling to have prayer for God to cover me at, throughout the work day. Like, I I just love that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Is I, yeah. I love the protection part of him as a man, but to be honest, him as a man could die today or tomorrow. Nothing is promised. But I love the fact that he constantly covers me in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. That I mean, uh, everybody's you know nobody has the wrong answer, and every you know everything is is you know is just an excellent answer, and I'm just glad that um, each of you uh, look at your spouses and a high and a high value, and that's one of the things that's most important. So we are concluding tonight's show, and you know if you like tonight's show, hey, check us out next month. And, you know, everybody, you know, we're going to sign off and uh, wish everybody a good night. And uh, go Eagles. And Dallas still says, man. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw it out there. <laughs> Amen. I know somebody that. like that on the top of their head, so I just blurted it out. <laughs> so, um, guys, you can just uh, wish everybody a good night, and we'll go ahead and end the show. Amen. Good, good night, everybody. Good night, and be blessed.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.